I'm affected by other people's experiences. So I kind of like morph myself and tame what I say so that either you won't get upset or that you won't feel like you can't trust me or that your fear won't be, you know, at full throttle. And that doesn't serve you. I think the honesty period, the end is what serves both of us. And I have to trust that our connection will allow that truth to just move us forward in a positive direction rather than worry about like, oh, is Kristen going to be a little pissed in the moment when I tell her X? Mm -hmm. Because our relationship just runs so much deeper than that surface stuff. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hello and welcome back. Almost 30. We are so glad you're here. So glad you're here. We have been trying out a new weekly format we're really excited about. So on Thursdays, you're just going to get us. Yep. Solo time, baby. <laughs> Lindsay and I have always had, you know, topics that we've been talking to the community about or that we've just been really, really inspired by, you know, conversations related to things going on in our life, mental health, body image, inspiration, just anything. And we wanted to just shorten up the Thursday episodes and really just get to know you guys a little bit more, talk to you guys one-on-one, talk to you guys together and just really, you know, answer any questions or anything like that. But we're so excited to spend time with you guys on Thursday. Yeah. It's important for us to just share with you in real time. I think, you know, if you just know us by either listening to the pod or seeing us on social media, I don't really know. Hopefully you let, you know, you, you think well of us, but it's more, my point is that social media sometimes paints people in a certain light. And so for us to share vulnerably about what's going on in real time, it, it's our effort just to relate to you. And hopefully make you feel a little less alone. Yeah. You know, it's been, I'm really excited about it. I felt like I keep having, you know, pings of like, okay, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. So I'm just really excited to like move forward with that, you know, and just kind of grow with you guys. So welcome. Welcome. Thursday. Yeah. Krista and I have, it's been really cool over the last month. It's been a huge growth period for us in the business and also to us as friends, you know, we, if you don't know our story very briefly, like we started the business, (laughs) the business very soon after we became friends. So what we've realized, especially recently is cultivating and nurturing that part of the relationship is really integral. And just how we are kind of like healing modalities for each other, like working out that shadow work. And it's kind of cool that we can do that in a safe container like this friendship. Yeah. So in this episode, I'm really excited. This is going to be super personal, Mm -hmm. you know, to Lindsay and I, super deep, probably our most personal yet with the two of us and 
probably the realest one yet and probably the one that is the most the most half baked. I don't know if most half is right, but it's the most <laughs> half-baked because um, we're really just going through it now and it just only felt right to to kind of bring you along with with what we're going through, especially because, you know, I think when we get interviewed by other podcasts or at events or panels, one of the most popular questions is about working as best friends, you know, together about running a business as best friends, about being two female co-founders of a business. And it is a lot, you know, and Lindsay and I have done such an amazing job, you know, for three years and we've decided to move on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> it was like, I was like, we're, I was like, I feel like we're telling School's our children over. we're getting a divorce. <laughs> okay. We're not, nothing of that is happening, oh, but I'll never forget, you know, when I, everything is making more sense to me now as, you know, we've reached three and a half years, but I'll never forget when I met Lindsay, I was like, I felt like such a soul connection. It was like, it, there was like a moment I remember I was walking across my living room, my tiny living room of my apartment. And I remember it was like, there was this knowing of this click where I was like, okay, the missing puzzle piece is here for the, my life, for my growth, for the business. And I was like, okay, like now I have everything I need to do everything that I want when I met Lindsay. And we've just, you know, had this like insane connection, even as business partners to really have these like psychic conversations in our heads about questions to ask, about things to do. And it really just works, you know, so free flowing. But on the other side, when you're so intertwined and connected to someone and so like, there's so much love there and there's so much time there and there's so much like of that commitment to growth, there is the growth piece. And, you know, I've only really known growth as deep as this within uh, romantic relationships with people that I've been dating or whatever and or within my family. But right now at this point in time in my life, it's like, this is the most important opportunity for me to grow in so many ways. And it's now come to the point where it's like, okay, I really want to work on this, like this growth opportunity, because this actually represents parts of myself, my shadow that like are so important for my overall like ascension and evolution. Yeah. And I've never been in a relationship like this where it's been so in my face what I need to work on. Same. To be completely honest. Yeah, same. You know, which makes it kind of painful sometimes because yeah. there's such a big part of me that resists that work at times because I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like same. I need to like, I have stuff to get done on my to-do list. <laughs> like how, and it's also really, it's vulnerable because like to be learning in real time in front of you, in front of others is just like, I feel like I am under a magnifying glass sometimes that's literally self-imposed, which is a big part of like my learning where I am, I am not living in the same reality as other people. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's been, it's been very confronting for me in the best way. And I, I really do think my soul is like, fuck yes, let's yeah. go. You know? And my mind is like, you've never done this before. Be careful what you're doing. I don't know yeah. <laughs> what's happening. But um, for me, I'll just start off by saying, you know, we had a conversation recently, just putting everything out there of how we were feeling and really explaining to one another what our realities are. Because I think 
we were kind of living in two different realities. And also, as we mentioned earlier, like just working with that shadow and also in the process of releasing like very deep karmic patterns. So for me, one of them is not being able to communicate, you know, really having that throat chakra tied the fuck up and holding my tongue, being scared to say what I, what I really feel in fear that the other person won't be okay, you know, and not trusting them to be okay or work with me. So, you know, that conversation itself, and we can get into it, was very healing for me to know that I could express myself, that you could express yourself. And we then meet in a shared reality. It was like, whoa, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Yeah, it happened. So over the holidays, we came back from the holidays. I think it was like the day after the holidays and, you know, we sat down and we were at dinner and I just was, you know, in my, my story in my head and what I was thinking was like that you at some point would like leave, Mm -hmm. you would leave me and you would leave the business and you would like, I would have to do everything and I would have to own everything because you wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. And the way in which that I you know, operate within things is different than everyone. So it's like, for me, I always would double down and like make it painful. And it's like, that doesn't work. But that was like the story I was telling, you know? And then there was like another situation where I felt like incredibly triggered by that feeling, you know, incredibly like, you know, you would leave us and you would leave us. When I talk about us, I see the team and leave me and abandon me. And like, that I could like not trust you, you know? And I've had that really just as like a huge mirror for me within my life about trusting women and like Mm -hmm. being able to like be with them and not feel like they were going to abandon me. And so it's like to have this opportunity where there was like two situations that were, you know, not really in reality, but were kind of contrived in my head to make me think that And then to realize and say it out loud was like, okay, like this is actually a pattern that showed up in my life. And now with you, where I share like everything, business, life, everything to have that come up, it was like, oh fuck, like this is the work. This is the work right now. Yeah. And, and I also had to really recognize what my part in all of that was, you know, your, your experience. Cause it wasn't just in your head. You know what I mean? So like, for example, you know, I have a new relationship and he lives in New York. And so, you know, there was some things over the holidays where I, I should have, you know, managed my time better and also been very clearly communicating about my time off. And when I would be online you know, which is something I'm always learning within like proper protocols. And so that was, that was really my responsibility. And also like recognizing that, Hey, there's like, I'm in love and there's like this very real possibility. Granted, I know that it's not happening anytime soon, but I need to be communicating with you about like, Hey, I'm not going to move to New York. Like I'm here. Like I would never leave you. And, you know, I really, having that conversation with you made me realize that I am, I can be a contributing factor to your experience. So my communication with you is very, very key. And I haven't been a great communicator. It's very hard for me because I'm so 
affected by, I'm affected by other people's experiences. So I kind of like morph myself and tame what I say so that either you won't get upset or that you won't feel like you can't trust me or that your fear won't be, you know, at full throttle. You know, I just, and that doesn't serve you. I think the honesty period, the end is what serves both of us. And I have to trust that our connection will allow that truth to just move us forward in a positive direction rather than worry about like, oh, is Krista going to be a little pissed in the moment when I tell her X? Because mm-hmm. our relationship just runs so much deeper than that surface stuff. It was very, very important for me to realize that. And I've just been since then too, just going living moment by moment in that way where I I understand what my responsibility is and just practicing that communication more and more checking in with you, not feeling like, or not assuming that you'll just tell me when things are wrong too. You know what I mean? Just making it a, a two-sided conversation. Yeah. And, and, you know, to the point of like telling someone when things are wrong, it's like, I have really been able in my romantic relationships with men, been able to explore those conversations and feel much better about the way that we communicate through a problem or issue. Cause that was my experience with my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, it was easy for me to kind of feel safe and feel like, you know, I was always supported or that I could express myself honestly, you know, but I never had that modeled with, with a female. So it's like, it has been like a learning experience for me, you know, through my life to like actually have conversations where we express ourselves openly and honestly and know that it doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean that like anyone is wrong or right and that no one's going to go away. You know, that feeling of like having a relationship with a woman as another woman and the fear of them staying with you through the hard times has like never felt super solid for me. Mm-hmm. You know, although I have, oh my gosh, I have the the most beautiful best friends in the world, you know, and that really has come to a head at this year, these years in my life where I feel so comfortable. But like, I just feel like it's, it does feel harder for women to like really trust one another in that way. Definitely, definitely. And I think because we're both, and as women, we're just very intuitive So like what is unsaid is usually, I mean, I was having like physical reactions where I was like things that were not said, I could feel in my body. Like I never get stomach aches, but I'd be like, well, you know, like the body was kind of telling me like, you need to communicate like this, this is reality and what's happening and you can't ignore it. So I just thought that it's, it's been really healing, healing for me. And it also made me think about you know, where I'm needing in quotes to be validated. And I found myself wanting like more validation, whether it's from you or just people in general. I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, because I, I, I know that our relationship is so solid to the point where I'm like, I know that she values who I am within this equation and X, Y, and Z. But I was, and then it made me think about like, okay, so where am I not validating myself? You know, so I was like really looking for validation outside of myself because I wasn't You're fucking taking so many guys. So many guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yes. Where like, if I'm not 
practicing validating myself every day. And that could literally mean looking in the mirror and be like, you did a great job today. You did the best you could. It's those little things and reminders that kind of fill the holes that may, maybe I'm looking to like plug up by a validation from you. And it just made me think a lot about that because I think I've always wanted validation, whether it's from my dad, like just from people in my life where I'm like, oh, just tell me I'm doing a good job. And and I've noticed when someone tells me like, wow, that's amazing. You did a really great job. I literally like have that body reaction where I have more energy. I like have, you know, better posture. I'm like ready to go on to the next thing. But if I'm seeking that validation, I just feel kind of like a leaky boat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting too, because it's like, I don't, and it just makes me sad that like, I don't give that more. I just, I don't know what it is about like, it's like I celebrate wins, but there's something about what we do and what I do where it's like, it's nothing related to you. But for me, it's like never enough. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, this is good, but like, this could have been better. This could have been tighter. This could have been, you know, whatever. And so for me, it's like, I can never even validate myself because it's like never enough. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's so heartbreaking. It's like, it's heartbreaking, but then in a way it's obviously like led to a lot of success, you know, as far as like always thinking ahead and strategically, but it is like heartbreaking to never really validate myself or you. And I try and do my best with the team, you know, whenever I can, but I'm just so like, it's like, I'm so on the next and the thing that it's like, it's just not there as much as it should be. Yeah. And to that point, just like kind of meeting each other where we are. And like, I know that that is like your experience and I don't think it's bad or good. I'm just kind of like, I have to remember that like your validation of anything that I do and vice versa, like is going to come in different forms, you know? And I think it's just too like, a blanket trust and respect for one another. Like that's how it comes through. And so I really need to remember that because I don't want to need that validation for everything that I do. I like, I like the idea and I'm trying to step into that more where of that mode of just producing, moving, being confident, embodying that I see you do within the business. Like it's important for me to really practice that this year because I know I have it, you know, it's just, it is dropping that old story of like, I need you to validate me in order for me to take the next step. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is such an old, old story and I'm really done with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so, you know, with our relationship, it's been so crazy to like have the this shadow work like given to us on a platter. You know, when, who was I talking to? When I had a session with April Fender, Santa Monica healing. It was like December timeframe. It was before the holidays or maybe during. And she, you know, said that during my healing session, she was doing Reiki that the dark goddess was visiting me and the dark goddess isn't bad per se. She actually supports you on shadow work journeys. And so she came among Sekhmet and Mary Magdalene and a few others to support, but it was really like that notion of the shadow work is here. It is here for you and it is here for you to dig into and explore. Mm. And within that healing journey, one of the uh, the visions that she had was the shadow work will appear to me like almost like I'm underwater and everything's black and it'll come to me like a light. Mm. So as soon as it's in front of me, I will know when to do it and how to do it. 
And I had a dream actually like two weeks ago and I was underwater and I was like, I saw like whatever it was come to light. I saw something come to light very clearly to me. So it was just like having that and then, you know, seeing what we were going through and then also working with Aaron Rose, it was like, oh, like this is, this is it. And like with shadow work and with like internal work and, and sort of like releasing blocks to more fully embody myself. It's like, I haven't had shadow work like this in like probably four years, maybe like, and I think the last shadow work that I worked on was really like trust within my romantic relationship as far as like cheating and that kind of thing. So I've been doing my versions of shadow work among other things to really get here. But like, this is like, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely comes in, in waves in my life. And there is such a temptation when it comes to turn away and kind of run away because it is so confronting and sometimes dark and hard. But I've even noticed that not only with Aaron Rose and you with April and and other, you know, healers in your life and even my new relationship, I'm like, oh my God, this is such an opportunity to work on those shadows of like not being able to communicate. So really the work that I'm doing, what it feels like is just within our relationship is actually benefiting every other relationship that I have. So it's it's really cool to kind of like zoom out and see all the good that it's pulling pulling us towards. And yeah, we mentioned Aaron Rose. I mean, he's been such an integral part in our growth as, you know, business partners, as like, you know, he calls and we agree and are stepping into that that idea of new paradigm leaders. And um, he was just talking about this this particular um, conversation we were having with them as a real opportunity for like next level mastery on our experience of reality. And, you know, when, when he puts it like that, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, let's honestly. go. <laughs> it's like, you know, okay. You're like, you're like, sounds good. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, okay. And he, he was just asking us questions like, you know, where, where am I experiencing things cynically that do not feel good, that do not honor me? How can I create the conditions within myself for others to behave in different ways? And that just really spoke to me because I was just like, What's going on internally for me is, wow, I literally see that everywhere I go. No wonder, (laughs) you know, and that's where it starts. So um, he's just always asking the right questions in my eyes to really help us go deeper. Yeah. So what we did, you know, Lindsay and I had our conversation over the holidays where we were like, you know, this is the story I'm telling me. And my story was that Lindsay's going to leave me and abandon me and that, you know, I can't trust her. And And my story was like of unworthiness and just not feeling good enough for the business and just always feeling like I was like never enough for, for what we were doing. Yeah. And you could imagine, you know, us working together three and a half years, knowing each other for four and everything that we have involved, how um, confronting, you know, that can be for us every day. You know, we're together all the time. We work together. We manage a team together. We're going through, in addition to our shadow work, all of these growth like hurdles and opportunities like managing a team, starting a business, being a pub, being in the public eye in a small way, but whatever. And so it's just been like really, really an opportunity for us to enlist Aaron Rose to work with us. So what we did recently with Aaron Rose is we each had a solo call and in the solo call just kind of expressed 
what these were. And then with that, we're provided sort of like insights and inspiration for us to kind of to, to work through that. And one of the things that Aaron said that I'm really working on and, you know, why I got a therapist over the holidays was working on validating my emotions. You know, a lot of my inquisitive nature and a lot of my compassion comes from my ability to validate others' emotions very easily. And I'm a very good listener because of that fact. But I do find it challenging for myself to validate my emotions. And often I'll doubt how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'll, but mostly it's really like the judgment of how I feel. Even today, what did I do? I was walking up the stairs and I was like, I literally had this like moment of judging how I was feeling about the the dumbest thing. I was like, oh, I, oh, I was walking up to my apartment and I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to, or I was walking up to my apartment and I was like, what if I had a kid, like a, a kid in a basket? And I was like walking up to my apartment with my kid in a basket. And I was like, I would be so ashamed that I still lived in this apartment because it didn't feel like it was good for them. Mm. And then I was like, oh, that's so like terrible. You would be ashamed of yourself. You know, and I just was like going through this, like Mm. feeling like not ashamed, but feeling like, oh, I'd rather have a nice, nicer place for my kid. And then being like, oh my God, I cannot believe you want, you want for more and judging myself for like that wanting for more. So that kind of catching of Mm. myself and learning to validate my emotions through therapy, through Aaron Rose through journaling and through these other practices has been like a really deep work for me. Something that was that came up in in my solo session with Aaron was this idea that we're so good at surviving and my my way of surviving like as a kid and into my, you know, teens and early adulthood was people pleasing, just making sure that people approved of me and what I did. And, and it's a very real thing. It sounds kind of cheesy because you're like, oh, no, it's teachers, very real. teachers, but people pleaser, but it's a very real thing. And I'm really trying to um, loosen that grip. And it's, it's taken a lot of that inner child work. Um, so whether it's Lacey's work or with my therapist doing EMDR, really kind of surrendering that need and that story has been integral. It's like really, it feels like you're breaking up with an old way of being and living. And so it does kind of feel like a death. And I kind of felt this way, especially even like when I, when I like started this new relationship, I was like, Oh, there's like a part of me that's really dying. And it was like so exciting and also just like disorienting. And I think you felt that way too, after like, after getting engaged, it's very disorienting, you know? So I'm trying to see these moments where I am breaking up with an old version of me as like, oh, like this is like very sexy. Like this is a fun time. Like this can be like really liberating. With compassion. With compassion. Um, and yeah, it's it, it's very, very cool. Yeah, I think, you know, the validation of feelings was one and then um, leveraging the phrase, the story I'm in. And I actually used that when we first talked because I was reading Dare to Lead Mm -hmm. and Brene Brown often talks about that with her husband. She speaks to her husband. And when Brene Brown talks to him, she often says, you know, the story I'm in is, which is just a really delicate and light way to sort of turn it back on you because you're the one that's in control of your experience and, um, you know, not impose an experience onto another person. Yeah, I mean, I love that one. I've been... I think we used it with each other and, you know, just using it in any conversation is 
very light. It's yeah. like- It's funny because there's- it's, a, It feels weird, but yeah. it's just like- There's like a situation right now where I, I should use that, but actually I feel too petty to use it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, there is like relationships where it's like, I can, and like, we have such a good comp, like we have such a great communication that I can- mm-hmm. But there are situations where I don't want to be like the story I'm in. I want to be like, no, this is it. And that, and that actually, and when I can't use the story I'm in, it shows me that I'm either not ready to talk mm. or I'm going to continue to be petty. Yeah. <laughs> like 10 years old. He also like urged us to, I don't, at least in my, my solo with him, I'm sure he asked you the same where it's like, define your, what success means for you. And you know, this might change year to year. And as we get older, married, kids, families, whatever, it's like, what does success mean to you? And also just honoring each other's like, as it changes, you know, because I, I mean, you've said it before, like you feel like you're a different person every two years. And so really honoring each other as we change has been something I really want to, to do because I think, like I had a boyfriend at one point who was just like, man, you've changed. Anytime like I changed, right? And he's just like, God, you've changed. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yes, I've changed. Thank, God. Thank goodness. So really honoring that um, because life will change a lot, but hopefully keeping that, you know, core communication respect will, uh, I don't know, just keep it expansive. Yeah. And then um, another thing was treating that old story, you know, mine that I was going to be betrayed and that I can't trust anyone like the boogeyman call its bluff. This is Aaron's words. Mm -hmm. You're calling the shots, start to poke holes in the illusion of fear whenever you can. And I think that for me is the recognition as that is a part of me and it belongs and it belongs as my journey. It belongs as part of my process. It belongs as part of my integration work on earth, but it's also like the calling it out and the recognition that like that is old programming. That is old, you know, that is not, not necessary for my evolution from this point, but that is like old programming based on X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And he also just reminded us that it's not us against each other or anyone. It's really us against the programming that made you not see your fully full divinity and therefore prevented you from being seen that way by others too. And that just really helped the voice in my head that would, you know, show up every day and assume that I probably did something wrong or that it was me, you know, and, and understanding that Kristen and I are, a team, like working together, you know, against this old programming and really pushing forward for a common good, a common goal and that intention that we've set. So I've never felt like we're against each other, but I think the voice in my head sometimes says like, oh, you probably did something wrong. So, you know, just kind of takes over that moment when I can really drop into what is actually happening and instead communicate and ask questions that could bring me closer to what's actually going on. Yeah. And I think that's such a good point about that makes me think about 
our programming and the reptilian brain. And that if you have that feeling, you're going to find supporting evidence to support you in that. Exactly. So you would continue to find supporting evidence that says that you might mess up or that you're not doing enough. And I would continue to find supporting evidence for trust and for abandonment. And that's really just like such a key thing that I want people to think about. Like when you think about your stories and programming, like how in which is your reality in front of you a response to that programming and how in which are you finding other ways in which to support your programming? What about your thoughts and emotions and feelings is supporting that programming that is really holding you back? Um, and I really unpack that, you know, much more thoughtfully and carefully. And I can see my programming for those two things, like, you know, playing out in a few different areas in my life. So it's definitely not always fun, but this work is like the most, it's going to be the most transformative thing. I agree. I agree. Especially for like, not only us individually, but also like the future of almost 30, Yeah, (laughs) to be honest. Like, I think we're, we're so um, beautifully intertwined that like for us to do this work and fully integrate it will be hopefully super healing for not only like our team and the brand, but like people out there just energetically feeling how different it is. So, yeah. (sighs) So just as like a last thing, you know, I would think about, or I just want to point out like the ways in which we have, and we're working to heal this. So first it's like the honest recognition of a feeling of discomfort and a feeling of um, discontentment and, you know, not feeling right between us and, and bringing that and speaking to that and speaking honestly and kindly to that and speaking in first person, you know, talking about our stories in our head. And then it's really like the fine tuning with a coach, you know, with Aaron of like, what are those patterns that are coming up for you? What are coming up for me? And then it's our own personal work within therapy or within healings. And it's a continued conversation within ourselves to like recognize that anything that I'm seeing in our relationship together is the mirror for me, for myself. Mm-hmm. Where am I feeling like, you know, things are not going my way or I'm trying to control. What does that say about me? Because I'm in control of like this reality and relationship. And then for us to continue to check in on things, you know, I wish that I would have, I've never had this sort of mature communication with any female ever. And it's just really empowering to know that like, you know, if it's a coach or maybe it's another friend or maybe it's um, a therapist that can kind of support, you know, you in a relationship with another woman in your life or a friend or sister, whatever. I just would encourage, you know, leveraging that if possible. Yeah. It's been so helpful to have kind of that third party. And I think, you know, sometimes there's like insecurity around bringing in a third party to not weigh in, but just kind of bring light to the situation. Cause like when you're between two people, it's very, I don't know, specific to your own experiences. So bringing in someone who's not in the experience to shed light on it has been so helpful. So don't feel ashamed around that. And it's been helpful for us both to have those resources on our ends and then come together. Yeah. I'm just, I'm feeling so good and really excited. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when I've like confronted this work in the past, I've been like overwhelmed and not pumped about it. 
but I already feel just such a, uh, a weight lifted. And I see kind of like who I am rather than like being so weighed down by like all of this patterning that of who I was. So, um, it just feels much lighter and, you know, we're, we're here to answer any questions too. Like, as you know, we're, we're very much involved in the secret Facebook group and, um, when we meet you guys, but going through this in real time, wanted to share with you, it's important for us to be transparent. Um, hopefully you can relate, but yeah, we know this is one of your biggest questions. So always just want to keep you guys in the loop with everything that's going on and just share as openly as we can, you know, hopefully we can just provide maybe inspiration for you and some relationships in your life or just like a little bit of a mirror to how you're feeling because we are in it. And we love you very much. And you guys are really, you know, besides each other, like just as equally a catalyst for our growth Mm -hmm. and expansion. For sure. You know, seeing you guys all the time, doing so much work has been incredibly profound for me. And a lot of my reasoning for wanting to do so much work is to continue to up-level and be better for you and just be more of a whole person for you. So mm-hmm. thank you so very much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, we hope you're liking these Thursday episodes. If you have any suggestions for things that you might want to hear us talk about, discuss, questions you have, please let us know. You can email community at almost30podcast.com. Yeah, and if you have a friendship, relationship, another girlfriend that you want to send this to, please do. Um, We're hopeful to just, you know, spread more love among us female friends. And Mm -hmm. thank you so much for tuning in to Almost 30. We love you. See you next time. See you next time.